you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. How was your weekend? Um, it was fine. I mean, it's... The weather's been so nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been in the house the majority of the weekend. Mm-hmm. I was out a little bit on Friday, but, you know, just a slight weekend. Mm-hmm. I went to um, Delaware on Friday and came back and did a little bit of shopping. Kind of just chilled in the house um, <laughs> Saturday night. And then today, um, I got a new phone and I did like just stuff around the house, but I didn't do too much either. Watched a little bit of, um, TV. Yeah, but I didn't actually, I mean, it was a productive weekend. Like I got a lot of stuff on my to-do list done, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't very eventful. (laughs) I mean, Delaware was fun. We played, um, VR games and drank wine and watched movies like we always do. Um, but other than that, I just caught up on Queen Sugar because they had two episodes last week. I'm already behind. <laughs> I was just about to ask you. So. Um, and I watched um, Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, so pretty chill weekend. And, and we were supposed to go to the baseball game today, but it got postponed because of the rain. It's postponed till like August 25th. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> What media do you have for us today? Um, let's see. Well, I guess we can start with Kanye. Okay. His album came out. Mm-hmm. I did not listen to it. Mm-hmm. I told y'all I'm not messing with him. Mm-hmm. And I stand firm on that. Uh, what I was seeing was a lot of people who uh, changed their minds as soon as they have So I saw a lot of that. Uh, he was number one in, mm-hmm. on iTunes. I've heard... That it was trash. I've heard... Actually, I haven't heard anything good about it. I gotta be honest with you. Really? The only thing that I've seen written reviews of people who said they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, not listening to it. I'm standing firm. Mm-hmm. I will say my friend said... I will say exactly what he said. Hold, please hold. <laughs> Just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. He said the whole album was a cry for help. And the people were going to dismiss him as a as crazy. Well. Even though, didn't the album say he was bipolar? Yeah. So it said, know. the album says, I hate being bipolar, it's awesome. Or something like that. Like, it was intentionally, the phrase was intentionally bipolar. Like, right. but, so, um, I don't, well, for whoever said that, I feel like people misconstrue mental illness and crazy, but, okay. Um, but, I did listen to the album because it came out, well, he did a live streaming Thursday right. night. And we saw a lot of black uh, mm-hmm. artists what? and industry. Oh, yeah. But Hollywood. as far as attendance, it was mad white people. But I mean, it was in Wyoming. So. Well, I was saying, <laughs> it was a lot of black industry. Yeah, I'm saying like regular folk there. that was there. Yeah. Um, and I'll say, you know, I saw a tweet that said, if we can be upset at him and then support his music, then we can't be upset at, like, when white people say statements like that. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Well, I'll get back to my thoughts on the album, but I don't... Are we certain that the people that went 
to support and that went to hear the music ever said that they weren't going to listen to his I music? think they were talking in general. I don't think he was talking about the people who went there. Talking about mm-hmm. this, the people, like Black us, people. Mm-hmm. Who had so much to say about, mm-hmm. you know, that we didn't like, we was disappointed, we turn around and go around and, and support it and buy mm-hmm. his music. Mm-hmm. He's like, if that's how y'all feel, mm-hmm. then he don't want to hear nothing when a white person says some off the wall something. Mm-hmm. Like, he used Roseanne as it, and we're going to talk about that too. Wow. He used Roseanne as an example. He's just like, so I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear no white in the comments when maybe someone who's not of color mm-hmm. says something inappropriate like that. Well, for the people that changed their mind, I guess they just gave him a pass. I don't know because I'm not from that perspective. Uh, I mean, but, I feel like. Because neither one of, we're on very opposite sides. We're not, neither one of us flip flop. <laughs> We both stayed on the sides that we were at. So, for the flip-floppers, I think maybe they just gave him a pass because they did love his music. And even though they were critical of what they said, they changed their mind. If they ever said they weren't going to listen, they changed their mind and listened anyway. I mean, I personally think, like, as general, people flip-flop a lot. That's true. Everyone That's true loves too. to just clap back. That's true. Like, you know, clap back. I hate H and M. Now they H&M. back there. I hate Starbucks, I'm but they back there now. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, you, that's true. You go to Waffle House, so mm-hmm. it's like that's true. It's just a flip flop thing anyway, that's which true. is one part of the reason why it's like I don't understand why people put so much effort in comments and stuff like that. Like yeah. you know, you still gonna like support it. What's the point of you like doing all that yelling anyway? Mm-hmm. But she's firm. Shanae is firm. Mm-hmm. I ain't listening to it. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, Thursday, because the um, first NBA Finals game went into overtime anyways. Well, I planned on staying up till midnight to hear his album. But I knew I was going to be a struggle because uh, this one goes to sleep at 1030. But since the game went to overtime, it didn't end. Thanks, JR, anyways. But it didn't <laughs> end. Um, that side note, that was so funny. Ugh. That was so funny. And so, well, I'll, let me talk about the game real quick since this is part of my story. So, that my dad so does not have a basketball team. However, he doesn't want the Cavs to win just because they're my team. So, I'm watching it in my room. He's watching it downstairs. And as soon as that happened with JR, I hear him yelling. I'm like, first of all, bruh, <laughs> it's 1120 at night. Mom's sleep. Chill out. But then I'm like, I'm texting him. I'm like, yo, we should have won this game. He like, nope. I'm like, no. You know he messed up. And you know if he didn't mess up that we would have won. Like, point blank, period. So we going back and forth over text. <laughs> I guess I could have just went downstairs that and watched was, the game with him. But It was funny, not funny. It was like that. The Cavs. And like, like I said, we should have won that game. But one thing that consistently frustrates me about them and they are my team is that they never get a rebound like they they try to shoot a uh, um goal and then they go back to the other end of the court try to get a rebound if they would have got any of those rebounds throughout the game we wouldn't have had to worry about jr at the end thinking that they was up but jr you're an idiot and i hope you learn your lesson for tonight but and my second funny moment is when lebron Walked out of the uh, <laughs> so I got a couple. I'm gonna have to get back to call you after all of this. I know, so, but I came out and so can I just tell you, hilarious, all of the like memes of it, mm-hmm. the video memes. I don't know what you call them. Well, I, first of all, I first, hate 
um short suits. I, I hate too. them so much. I oh my like god, I can't stand them. And because he's he so styling and because <laughs> he's big, he's so big. That big. room was small, and he had on short. He had it looked like he was in a dwarf house the way he stood up. Briefcase thing. He just was like. Do better tomorrow. <laughs> but I understand because it's like you keep it. asking me about what he was thinking. That's not me. I'm not no, him. It would be and plus, you know LeBron was pissed off. You saw it, right? You so, know he was pissed off. So stop poking the bear. But before I, he throw his suitcase at y'all, <laughs> and then it'd be a bigger problem. He picked up that suitcase and just silently do better tomorrow. But I think that was the that was best for what he because I feel like I think they wanted a reaction. They I'm wanted a reaction, he and he tomorrow. knew. That he like, look, if I keep taking these questions, it's gonna be bad. No, so he, he did the right I, thing. Yeah, he did the Absolutely. right thing. Even though it was funny, he absolutely did the right thing. I was like, because then it over after overtime or at the end of overtime, they was about to get in. Like it was just it was high intensity and like him and Steph Curry was pushing each other, but they apologized to each other on the court. Um, which I'm like, good because they they both agreed like. It was just, we was both in the moment and frustrated right. and LeBron was pissed. Like, it was just a lot. So, I think he did the right thing because he was about to go off on them. And that would have been a whole nother mess. Yeah, it would have. So, yeah, he had to grab his little suit, pull his, his briefcase. He had to pull his little shorts over his knees, grab his briefcase and walk up out of that room and <sighs> said, do better tomorrow. And I hope whoever that was does better today or tomorrow, whatever. <laughs> So, made me laugh. But hard. yes, so back, back to, right back to Kanye. So um, since the game ended at like eleven forty, I'm like, all right, I can make it twenty more minutes. But in Kanye fashion, he didn't start on time, so I only listened to like half of it. And the album was not long, but I only made it through like half. And I'm like, look, I still gotta get up for work tomorrow. I only made it through half of it, but I enjoyed it. I actually wish it was longer. I do wonder when a lot of it was recorded because it does seem like. He changed a lot of it. Yeah. So uh, he did a. He was talking to Big Boy. Mm-hmm. Um. He talked about how he changed a lot of it after you the could TMZ tell. Yeah, incident. you could tell. And he just felt like he said something along the lines of like they won't get rid of me. And he's like he said something like I'm family. I'm like the world's family. So they was mad at me, but I'm still family. They still love me. He's and that's like, why them footballers went back. Yeah. He said something along the lines of. Him changing stuff and Big Boy was like, "Well, why?" He was like, "It was just, it was just too sensitive." So I think some of the music was more about some of the things he said in the TMZ uh, interview, and he and he changed it. And it, um, I think it was very much like a journal for and, him. And I've read an article, so I haven't heard anything, but I read an article of content of what he discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, still not listening to it, but. <laughs> No shame for anyone who I don't I don't you know yeah no shame for no one who but it did listen, seem very much like it was like he was pouring his journal entries or like his feelings out that's what it really because like he even talked about like after the TMZ thing and Kim going off of him he was like you can leave me like I know I messed up and it's bad and she he told her to leave him and she was like no I'm not going anywhere but he like. He was like, "Look, I'm I I got a lot going on. I know I messed up. I know blah blah." blah. And I gotta say, and I feel like it's very vulnerable of him to share that. Just a side note with Kim, and she'll come up later again, (laughs) right? But people really like shade her so much about with Kanye. I'm like, when it's like she's been doing this, she's been. Of of good wife. Oh oh, yeah, oh yeah. She has stood beside him and 
defended him and, mm-hmm. and tried to like keep his image clean and keep them cool. So I gotta mm-hmm. be honest, like ultimately a good amount of people just don't like her. Mm-hmm. But I cannot fault her for her and Kanye because I just feel like she really be trying to defend him. And as much as people like Kim don't say nothing, I'm very sure she says a lot. Oh, he gonna yeah. do what he gonna do. He's yeah. a grown man. Yeah. But I'm very sure, just like you said, mm-hmm. I'm very sure she has come home and been like, what are you doing? Like, stop. Yeah, like one of the lyrics said that she was like, you messing the money up. Which, <laughs> I'm sure he messed some of the money up. <laughs> right, so, so I mean, I, you know, and I know like Snoop made a comment about you know, he. Well, I do agree with the first part of like the, him missing his mom and mm-hmm. how would his life be if his mother was around. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's. I get that. He was, mm-hmm. She was such a big part of his life, mm-hmm. and sometimes you can wonder, like, if she was alive, would would he be this way? Would it be this? Would his life be this way? Who mm-hmm. knows? We mm-hmm. can't go back. But mm-hmm. to say that, like. He's kind of off the deep end because, like, there's no black women in his life. I think that's a read. Yeah. I think black women are powerful. And yeah, we're amazing. Don't get me wrong. So, thank you, Steve. <laughs> at the same time, I was like, nah, because right. he could be with a, a black woman. I still have to And he could still, still be a be mess. Doing that stuff. Yeah, yeah. She could yell at him all day, too. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't stop him yeah. from tweeting and from, right. you know. So, I think that was a reach. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, anyway. it, a lot of it, it, it was just very personal, but I enjoyed it. I just wish it was longer because it is only like, I want to say maybe 30 minutes or so, maybe longer, but it's seven songs. That's what he, the pattern that they're doing. So, um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I just wish it was, it, it, to me and not musically, but, um, the concept reminds me of 808s because when he did 808s, it was like, you could tell he was going through stuff, and it was like, the album was so different because he was being vulnerable. I feel like this is a similar version of 808s. Yeah, because he's just being so vulnerable, and he's putting it all And 808s was one of my favorites. One of my favorites. um, Still won't make me back down. I know. (laughs) And and I'll say this clear. Will I listen to it one day? Absolutely. But I said that before. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't permanently canceled. Mm Mm-hmm. I just need him to take a seat. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, he still, he benched for me. Right, right, right. You know, eventually I'm sure I'll listen to it. But for now... And definitely benched. <laughs> but yeah, it just, it, it was very vulnerable. So now I'm just waiting for Tiana Taylor. She got a couple more weeks. I can't wait for hers to come out. I'm just sad that it's only going to be seven songs. But I'm not sure. I, I, I'm i trying to figure out how far I'm going to push this. <laughs> not sure I'm going to listen. Okay. I don't, you know, I, I got to pray on it. <laughs> um, I love her. Mo- uh, speaking of Kim, she met with. Trump on um, prison reform Mm -hmm. and uh, to pardon uh, one lady in particular. Yeah, yeah. She was a grandmother and it Mm -hmm. was like a first time offense. It was Mm -hmm. Mm nonviolent. She's been in jail for like 20 years. Yeah. And so um, I think a lot of people, I think anytime you meet with Trump, you're already like, "Mm, people already just not like it. So, and I get conflicted because sometimes I go, well, I understand that Mm -hmm. he is the president and what are we supposed to do? Like, and I feel like sometimes, and for Kim, I just think people don't like her, but I do feel like sometimes there's an energy of damned if you do, damned if you don't, especially for people who are not black. Because I just feel like if, if she, they was, 
just for her in particular, they get upset when she don't talk about Black Lives Matter. <laughs> they don't like when she, but then when she do, they feel like it's phony. What well, was like, the person she was trying to pardon? Is she black? Yes. Okay. And so I, I'm just saying, like sometimes I feel like it's just difficult. We've talked about this before. Like yeah. I just feel like it's hard. Like you either you don't do it, or, if you're not black, if you're someone who's not black and mm-hmm. you stand up, then you either phony or it's not real. Or why? How could you have the status and not? Like I just feel like there's no win. Right. And then I think the other thing was they feel like, well, what does she know about? I was that's what I was about to And say. it's like, let's be honest. What do you know about prison reform? So that's what I was going to say. You I don't had, know what she know. I have no idea. I have we a few know. thoughts. Because people didn't want Meek to go. But then they criticized Kim for going because she's not knowledgeable. It's like, well, Meek is knowledgeable. So why was there a problem with him going? And like people also have to remember, like you said, it's the White House. And... If, when they even agree to go to speak about prison reform, first of all, you don't even know if the if Trump is actually going to be there because there's so many other people that you're right. speaking to. And so it's like, if you want our changes and our demands to even be heard, then somebody has to go somebody there. Somebody got to go talk about and it. And so I don't think going to meet to give our point of view on prison reform is going and saying, yeah, I'm cool with Trump. No, you could be going and saying, Trump, the F, the, stuff, the stuff you're doing with prison reform is stupid. This is what we should be doing. Because it's like, if none of us are there to give our point of view, Trump's stupid behind is going to think that the people that are there, that's all that there is. And so, um, I just wish that Meek would have went. Regardless of whether or not Kim was going, I don't agree with people saying that he shouldn't go and Jay-Z told him not to go. I don't agree with that. I think that he should have went and made sure that um, what he thinks needs to be changed is heard. Because you can only do so much with every other level, but if you want to have big effect, like what, what bigger just, place are you going to go? I like, think it's just this Trump thing because like... Yeah. If Obama, it was anybody else. When Obama's if office. If it was Bush or... When Obama's <laughs> office, there are many times people went to the White House to speak on different... And no one and, got... And plenty of people that went that didn't agree with everything that Obama did. They're knowing that they didn't get the flag, but because of Trump and things he said and what you know we feel he represents, you automatically get like this like side eye. Yeah. And so I just feel like at a certain point... You know, he's in office. Right. So what are you supposed? I mean, and so it's like, are are do we sit back and just watch and complain and wait Twitter and wait until another person's office and wait and waste this time and not try to do anything? Right. That's stupid to to me. That's stupid. I'm not gonna like drag her. And my hope, my hope is if she took the meeting or whatever, she took the time to get research and to to be aware of things. That that would be the hope. But yeah, I just, I think it's foolish. Like she got so slammed. Our efforts don't go on pause because of who's president. You keep shouting from the rooftops, what you want changed regardless of who's in charge. Because if you want to change up because of who's in charge, then how much do you actually believe in what you're saying? Okay. (laughs) I'm just, um, moving on. Um, so Roseanne has been get up out of here. The reboot has been canceled. Yep. Uh, Which Roseanne said made a tweet about Obama and one of his old staffers. One of his old staffers. Mm-hmm. It was like a, I don't have the tweet from some about an ape and something. To make it yeah, baby. because she's um she's mixed, but she, I think one of her parents is Muslim. Right, right. 
she's black and so it was saying like if a Muslim and an ape got together and had a baby then you had her right and so um ABC canceled the, the reboot yeah um and, ni- and I think they said 99 people lost jobs because of it getting canceled I think it was more I thought I read more than that it might be shoot who knows you said 99 mm-hmm. I read like 200 it might be but you gotta think with, when I first saw the tweet and I heard it got canceled I didn't feel bad for Roseanne I did feel bad for everyone else because yeah. you have the cast but you have directors writers makeup all them state, people the uh, grips set the- producers yep. wardrobe all those people the interns who, who this was their first time on the show like I felt bad for them because they just got renewed for their second season, so they feel like, cool, I, I got a little bit of stability, and yeah. it's like, no, it got nope. taken away. Because a lot of those people, they weren't doing other things when right. Roseanne wasn't going on. Um, and then a, some cast members spoke out just saying their disappointment in Roseanne's statement. They should just kill her off the show. It's like, you can't do that. It's named People after said her. that, but I was like... <laughs> it's named after her. No, that's not <laughs> Unless you're going to do a spin-off. What I, so she made... Um, she did some tweets and she's Talking like, she don't Indian. feel sorry for me. I want to apologize to the hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. You know, don't defend me. I was, it was two in the morning. I was aiming tweeting. Yeah, and, yeah. and what I just want to say is, cause Sanofi is the manufacturer mm-hmm. and they was like, let me be clear. Okay. <laughs> they Ambient, put, don't do this. <laughs> they put out a statement. I love it. I love it. And they was like, um, they have side effects, but racism ain't one of them. Okay. <laughs> And I was like, uh, whoever is in charge of Sanofi US Twitter was like, uh-uh, don't bring us in this. You ain't going to do this to us. Okay? We don't, we don't, that ain't what's going to happen when you I take love, it. I love I companies thought, that clap back. I just thought that was funny. But um, following that. And that show did numbers. Because did I mean, well. I watched Roseanne, I watched, all of the old episodes. I watched the first Three episodes of the reboot and then I just fell off. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, the reason why a lot of people watched it is because everyone did love the old Roseanne um, show. It's, Don't get me wrong, Roseanne the person has always been a mess. Problematic. But, yeah, she's always been problematic. But I feel like the reason why it was doing so well is because so many people that loved it and the people like us that we didn't see it when it was on, but just from the reruns, like, we Cause I were nostalgic it. for it. So, um... Following that, some stations have pulled Roseanne, which I think that was a little far. I don't, but people do. Yeah, because those was checks that all them people been getting for um, TV years. Land, Paramount Network, CMT. She, she messed them um, up. Some of the few that um, are dropping the show. Mm-hmm. And I always think it's, you know, but then you go back to like, do you separate... Y'all was about to say, this sound just like Cosby. It's like Cosby. It's like Because you hurting everybody else. Because they get checks every time that show runs. So, I don't know, but... Let the old episodes run. Maybe not the reboot. I was like, I I don't feel like there's any reason not to let the the episodes episodes run. run, But, I don't know. It's a conflicting thing. Because the same way I could be like, I'm done with Kanye right now. It's like, Mm -hmm. I guess there's some people like, well, I'm done with Kanye now. So, it's like, I can't knock it because I'm doing it with someone else. Right. But I don't know. I just feel like it does. It just impacts so many other people. Yeah. Where it's like, you cut people... Taking food out of people's mouths. Exactly. And, stuff like that. and that's why I'm just saying, like, um, all those people that weren't doing anything else and they came back to do the show, 
they was getting money and they was still getting money from them old episodes. So if you wanna cut off the new show, at least let them still get them residual checks. Like right. dang. Don't mess up at all. And so she tweeted some more just about how much she, she just begged, needed to delete Twitter. Um how much she begged to just let her apologize, make it right. No. Um, and so that's that. Mm-hmm. And But you know, when things like this happen, I have to think that because you know, between the time of the old Roseanne show and the new Roseanne show, she said mad problematic stuff on Twitter, right? So, my thing is, if you are going to give a person that you already know is problematic a show, one, you know what you signing up for. Two, you need to put it in your contract that she can't do that stuff no more because she's going to mess it up. But it's like, you know who you hired. You knew that she was problematic from the jump. And you like maybe she'll behave and I'll give her a shot. No, she ain't she ain't behaved for too long. Like so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what got ABC to that point. Yeah. I don't know if they saw the tweet. I don't know because I know like the ABC president is a black woman, but like yeah. it had to go up the chain. Oh to yeah, it was to so her. many checks and balances. So it wasn't just her, as much as people were like, Oh, she made a call, that's not I wanna know who either. was the catalyst. It it was some <laughs> other stuff going on before it even got to her. Yeah. So I do wonder what was involved yeah. to get them to make that decision. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, and I also found it interesting because I just feel like ABC, they're always on the fence. Because it's like, Roseanne say something, cancel her show. But Blackish tries to do an episode about kneeling in the NFL. And it's like, oh no, we can't play that. And it's just like, y'all just want to always be in the... Well, yeah, they didn't cancel the show. They just didn't play that episode. But it's like, they just want to be safe with all interested parties. That's what it seems like to me. So, mm, I just feel like they I mean, ride the fence. They could be. Yeah. They could be. I think a lot of companies feel the pressure to do so these days. Because yeah. there's such a swarm when stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It's such a... And then people of all colors will, will speak out. It's such a Because maybe they were scared <clears throat> that they played they got, an episode and then people asking for blackish to get canceled and right. then they don't have a choice. Right. So, I mean, I get they it. they got a swarm. But... I don't know if after that they got a swarm of people reaching out to them. I, I have no idea. I just yeah. read it and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I so, feel like a Roseanne said an advertiser started pulling out. And that's what... And that could be very well, too. Because that that's money. That really <laughs> That ain't... Right. The advertisers. Right. Advertisers start pulling out, and you like, well, you got to go. <laughs> like, right. So, so uh, moving on to Pusha T and Drake. Yes. So, Pusha T uh, does his, like, you know, clap back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. song and says a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. He talks about... <laughs> um, his father, he talks mm-hmm. about the mom, he talks mm-hmm. about him and not being black enough. I mean, he's hitting and some... The, he, the cover art was him in blackface. He's hitting and... some low blows. Woo! Um, yeah. Brought up, apparently, the secret baby. Yep, a little Adonis. As, like, hiding your kid mm-hmm. from... She was some French, like, porn star. She, yeah, she's a French porn star. Apparently, like, a lot of pictures have come of her with, like, different people from the industry. Yeah. So, apparently... That's his baby. Allegedly, that's his baby. And they said and that, that allegedly he was waiting to announce that that was his child because he has a deal with Adidas. And so since the name, the baby's name is Adonis, it was going to be something with Adidas. And, and a, they messed that up. But. And apparently that, you know, he's been supporting the mother and the child since day one mm-hmm. and just 
didn't tell anyone. So right. only time will tell that will come out yeah. to be facts. But he um, ain't responded he yet. He did not respond. <laughs> I'm just music. like, he is just the beast over? He did make a statement about um, the blackface. Right. And so he was saying it was from 20, 2007. Um, and it was the purpose of it was showing young black actors struggling to get roles, being stereotyped and typecast. Right. The photos represented how African-Americans were once wrongfully portrayed in entertainment. Um, they were doing this to bring awareness with it and to highlight and raise our frustrations with not getting a fair chance in the industry. And he was saying that had not much has changed. So, um, so then people, you got some, clap back to push a T of like using it out of context mm-hmm. and not really like using it the way he where it was portrayed. Mm-hmm. And then my other thought was if you're black and blackface, is it blackface? Like that was the other thing right. that came up. Right. Cause they, they show like I don't know how Beyonce got dragged in, but I saw photos of Beyonce <laughs> and she did a cover and they put like dark makeup on her mm-hmm. and they were just going in, is it blackface if you're black? Like so, it, I don't know, I just read so many, like, you know, everyone had their think pieces, everyone had their thoughts, I was just reading so much about it. All I can say is, from the beginning, we said, Pusha T ain't the one, and he proved he ain't the one. That he's not the one, he made it clear that he, he got time, so he can keep going back and forth. Right. If he want to. Right. Um, and now they're saying that, allegedly, um, because... In Pusha T's um, combat, he kept saying surgical summer. They saying that that's alluding to um, Drake having plastic surgery. And so that if Drake ever claps back in the next <laughs> Pusha T response, that it would be something about Drake having um, plastic surgery done to enhance his body. Well, you know, your boss Kanye did it. No, no, no. Well, I mean, I'm just playing. No, I was about to say, I've um, another podcast brought up another thought that Drake had mad time to prepare his clapback because people in the industry got Pusha T's um album before Friday, and so they're like Drake. If other people in the industry got it, Drake had access to it, so they're saying that Drake had a lot of time to prepare his clapback, and so that it shouldn't have taken as long, but. I mean, I think at this point, you're not going to get one. Well, yeah, from Drake at this point, it's been like a week, right? I don't think we're going to get one. <laughs> I think it's just... Um, and then apparently, allegedly, there's some sort of... Drake or his people put out like 100 grand for anything about Pusha T. Because like Pusha T tweeted about it. <laughs> they like, just need to hire an investigator. <laughs> and so, he tweeted about, you know, them like looking for something. That's fun. To... Clap back. I mean, but Pusha T pretty honest about everything that he done did in his past. He ain't got nothing much left to hide. Well, because I, <laughs> I mean, all his other people then went to jail, and <laughs> like, I don't think he's trying. Well, they're to saying hide. that it's over because Kanye tweeted, "I've been, I've never been about beef. I'm about love. Lines were crossed. It's not good for anyone. So this is dead now." So he tweeted that. I mean, but he could say that, and Drake could still make a clap back, but. We don't know. Because Kanye can't control what Drake does. But. No, but sometimes I feel like, you know, they have beef, but then they have, they squash it in other ways. Like, I yeah. I don't be taking, all the time I don't take it seriously, because I swear, like, 
because I swear someone could get them all in a room and be they could do whatever and it's done. Right. So he could be like it's done. Right. We have no idea. That's true. Sometimes I want to know so bad. But I mean, on. it's just so lackluster if that is it. <laughs> like I'm like, what an ending. <laughs> well, what, what's the ending? I mean, he comes back. He comes back. Like what? What is the ending? An obvious winner. Because I mean, right now, yeah, Pusha T looks like he won. But could Drake come back with something better? Potentially. Not really. I don't. Unless you got some some facts, because he didn't <laughs> said a lot about you. He totally talking about your mama. No yeah. He talked about your mama. Like, that's just like no, too far, too far. Yeah, yeah. So that's I'm like, what is, what is there to even like? What do you say back to that, your mom? <laughs> just a check like your mom. Anyway, one of my last stories, because I was looking for something, mm-hmm. and I. Thought I was on the shade room. Why is there a shade room, teens? Oh no, absolutely and, and, and not. Let me tell you something. No, I don't that's know inappropriate. If this is no nope. really the shade room, by nope. the way, I nope. doubt it. I doubt this is someone who like took the shade. Like I, I, because it's not verified. So like, I'm, I, I'm not gonna sit up here saying the shade room made one for teens. Mm. But I saw this. I was like, what the? So it's literally called the shade room teens. Um. Updates on teen favorite Instagrammers, YouTubers, celebrities, and oh, more. God. So, like, I looked at it, and girl, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> I felt so old. I was like, all the teen, um, all the kids from Nickelodeon and Disney Channel that we don't know who they are anymore. Well, I don't even think that. I mean, honestly, ain't that many black people on Nickelodeon and Disney, That's so I don't true. really know. They say YouTube. Well, you know, it's this new thing of like Instagram fame. That's like they oh, are well, like yeah. random kids who like That's true. are doing nothing and somehow <laughs> have like hundreds of thousands of followers. I mean, true. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, but I just thought that was weird. Let me Mm-mm. tell you something, teens. Focus on school. Y'all have a shade room. Focus on school. Yeah, they be on it anyway, so I guess they figured give them their own. Back in my day. Oh, Lord. Well, we didn't have Instagram. I was about to say, we didn't get it until college. We didn't have, in yeah. high school, we had Facebook. Right. And nobody was on Facebook in school. No, I didn't feel like the only thing really I did. we didn't have, like, smartphones like that no. until, like, college. The only thing I think I did in school was, like, I would still be on AIM chat rooms from my phone. And Twitter started, like, the end Oh, of yeah, Twitter, school. too. Yeah. And I didn't get on Twitter till college because I just thought it was stupid. Mm. I think everything is stupid, so I never... So I don't know. But that was all I had today. I just yeah. thought that was funny, a shade room for teens. Mm-mm-mm. They don't need a shade room. <laughs> you need to go read a book. Mm. Okay. The last thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, did you f- ever watch? Because I know you said you were going to watch um, Being Serena. Did you watch it? It was only like five episodes. No, I didn't. I was um, watching Dear Black, Dear White People. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, it ended really nicely because like the last episode was this week. And like it because it's been talking about her practicing and her kind of frustrations with um getting back in the game as a athlete after having a baby and so it ended nicely because like i think the day after the last episode was her first time winning since having the baby and then the next day her and her sister was their first time winning in a while too so it was like i feel like it was the perfect timeline and the perfect results for it to end um with everything that she had to go through to get back um to 
kind of being back into shape after winning. So I thought it was beautiful. And her daughter is so cute. Yeah, she is. And her husband is so loving towards and each other. And I kind of want, I don't like her coach though. Oh, okay. But I don't want to ruin the show for you. You're not. I don't even know <laughs> when like, I watch it. So well, just, it's not even. Well, a, because like he just kept saying like tennis has always been your priority and you have to make it a priority or you'll never win. And so, like, so your family has to go in the back burner. And I'm like, skirt. Like, no. That's, like, you can't just tell something. And, like, so he kept telling her that she needs to stop breastfeeding. Like, all this other stuff. Because he's like, this has to be the priority. You don't have a choice. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't I have a choice. And so I just her. felt like he was, like, somewhat unrealistic with her. And, like, not caring enough but i don't know if that's what she needed to win last week could be um and i mean he's still her coach so it ain't that bad but i just didn't like him that he kept saying i'm like do you got kids because um you can't just but i mean we don't know their style growing up i i do think there's something to that i mean before Mm -hmm. she got married i'm sure in the marriage when she was getting married it was like you need to focus you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i know that does seem harsh but Mm -hmm. i feel like that's probably normal in that mm. type of world. Mm. It could be. But she got pissed off at one point. <laughs> it, it was one scene. She was writing on like a um, dry erase board. Like I'll pay for someone to kick his butt. Because <laughs> that's how pissed off she was with her coach. She was like, uh-uh, I'm not dealing with this today. And so she wrote that on the board. I was cracking up. But it was a really nice show. And I think the culmination and what's going on her and her winning. It was kind of beautiful to um, end there. So I liked it. Now I need to find another show. Oh yeah, I need to watch Westworld comes on tonight. Um, so moving to our question, yeah, um, of the week, it was Kanye related. Mm-hmm. Sydney, lovely idea. Is <laughs> Kanye too canceled to listen to his album tomorrow? And so we got yes, right on sister. Um, <laughs> J D E B O Y I A. Yes, we can revisit him and his work around August. Uh, Reese P said, nope. And Africa Wilkins said, nah, let's hope this is his redemption. And then we got a few answers on Facebook too. My computer is moving slow time. And it's not on my phone yet because I got a new phone. Come on. I was about to say F it. Okay, forget it. <laughs> but I think Let it was <laughs> I think okay now it's up um, so Jeremy Givens said he should be but I'll be listening at 12.01am like the rest of the world if we could cancel him we have to cancel Pusha's, Nas's, um, Tiana Taylor's album as well J Down No Girl said listening as soon as it hits the stream and we got one more Ashley um, said all I can do is laugh I'll probably listen eventually when the hype dies down I feel like we have more people that admitted that they would actually listen than said no. Well, I, I first of all, like I said before, I can appreci- appreciate anyone being like, yeah, I'm going to still listen. Yeah. I appreciate people not, I appreciate, like, even you from the beginning, you was like, I'm still going to listen. Right. I appreciate <laughs> like, just being honest about it. That, yeah. Instead of being like, oh, he's canceled, he's canceled. Like, yeah. turn around and be all, whatever. So I respect anyone mm-hmm. who was firm in their decision. Right. So yeah. if you were firm as in I still like it, I'm mm-hmm. still listening, cool. If you was firm and I ain't with it, right. cool. Right. So that's yeah how I felt about that. Yeah. So I don't I forgot what our topic is. You know what <laughs> Seriously I, I I was hoping you was gonna start it off. So because of the dreary weather, 
we decided. Oh, I remember now. But keep going. <laughs> I literally was like, is she going to start? Because I have no idea what we're talking about. We decided that we wanted to um, talk about coping mechanisms. And the reason I thought about that is because um, in situations like Kanye or situations like Roseanne where it seems like black people, we make all these comedic, like hilariously comedic memes. And so some people are like, man, why we got to make a joke out of everything? But I was listening to the psychologist and they were like, well, actually the fact that we do make memes out of all these things that we're actually hurt by. She was like, it's kind of sad, but it's expected because she thinks that online, that's what we use as a, a coping mechanism. And then she started going into like comedians and how a lot of them actually have a lot of hurt, but they deal with it through their comedy. So I thought that was interesting because we've talked about it in the past, like, how it'll be a situation that we actually mad about, but the memes just be hilarious. It's like, funny. and you can't help but laugh at them. Right. Um, and so I thought it was interesting that people, like, they just, psychologists perceive that as people trying to cope with being hurt. And that's how we deal with being hurt when we can't do anything, which a lot of times we can do stuff other than make memes. But they said that's what people do when they feel like they can't do anything else to deal with the hurt. I don't know if I believe that though, because I feel like some people just try to be funny and just get attention online. I I feel like it could be some people kind of trying to, but I feel like well, I think Twitter, and Instagram, stuff like, you know, and not to dismiss anyone who maybe felt hurt, but like the Kanye stuff, like, mm-hmm. did it really hurt anybody? I think I it was think just more. So. Yeah, I, I feel think. like it was just. I felt. I mean, I felt disappointed. Well, yeah, like, I think that's a type of hurt. Hurt it was like yeah. I don't. know, Maybe I'm thinking of like something like really hurt your feelings. <laughs> where I'm like what that, well but I think not, and that's what I said not to dismiss if someone was truly <laughs> hurt yeah so I'm not trying to dismiss anything either yeah. but I guess when you brought up the internet I was like well cause like what was his name from the red pill I feel like he was genuinely hurt because he just loved Kanye so much and that's why on TMZ he like he had to bust out with his speech because that he... was a phenomenal <laughs> phenomenal well words. i think he was genuinely I said, hurt i i watched that <laughs> clip like 10 times in a row i was like yes he was i, I and like I, so i feel like a lot of people were either conflicted or actually genuinely hurt by that i mean i was disappointed but i can't say i was like hurt mm-hmm. i don't i don't know kanye west so <laughs> i uh you know but i mean i get it music mm-hmm. is a powerful thing and um it, it guides people's lives. It's the soundtrack of people's moments. Oh, so, like, yeah. I don't, I don't downplay that at all. Right. Like I said, Beyonce come out and do something crazy, say something <laughs> crazy. I will be genuine, genuinely shook <laughs> if I have to cancel her. And I pray that nothing None, comes that to never life. happens. But I get it. If it <laughs> happened to her, mm-hmm. I'm shaken. I'm conflicted. <laughs> I love her too much. <laughs> And her music really is the soundtrack to my life. Mm-hmm. So maybe just because I like Kanye, but maybe just not enough. Mm-hmm. So do you know what I mean? Like Miss mm-hmm. Beyonce, I'm like, oh wait a minute, <laughs> no. Wait a minute. What are you How doing? would the what do you mean she said that? I feel like we 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 supporting it. The world, know. like the Beehive, would be like, I don't care what she said. Don't talk bad about. Her. I feel I like that's, that's how it would be. Mean. I don't think. People think, would be talking I, about canceling her. I think people would be heavily conflicted. Yeah. I would be but heavy, it would be conflicted heavily, to the point of heavily. like, but I'm still going to listen. I still love her. I would be so hurt. <laughs> it's like, how can you do this to me? 
How could you do this to us? I stood for hours for you at Coachella. <laughs> hours! Which I was shout pain. out to everybody that got their tickets for Coachella on Friday. I was in pain. <laughs> I was hungry. I was thirsty. <laughs> I felt dirty. How dare you say some bull? But I don't feel like she was. She's so private. Lord willing, nothing comes out about her. That would just shake, that would shake me up. Mm-mm-mm. But I, I get it. Um, I think humor is a coping mechanism. Like, yeah. what's the phrase? Um, Laugh to keep from crying. Laugh to keep from crying. Yeah. It's true. Like, sometimes, that's sometimes how people grieve. Like, I've been at a funeral sad and laughed. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, people, I, I laugh and people are like, why are you laughing? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just, like, but I just, read, I was, it just came out. <laughs> like, I don't know. My family went past me at the funeral and, and funerals make me just so uncomfortable. Get the willies, yeah. They just give me the, just give me so much anxiety. So mm-hmm. I'm just feeling... And some lady was singing, and she just didn't hit that note right. And I just feel like the whole row, my family, I just like, just was giggling so hard. <laughs> but it was like, it wasn't that funny, but it's just in that moment, you want it's something a to just take your mind off yeah. of yeah. what you're feeling. And like, the world is a heavy place. There's mm-hmm. so much going on. Just outside of just this, the skin color racism, is the poor people, it's... The gun violence, it's, mm-hmm. it's the international stuff. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's a heavy place. Yeah. And so I, I understand how people can cope by trying to make a joke and trying to laugh. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Yeah. I, I mean, it may not be the healthiest way, That's but I understand I was going to say is, is it always the healthiest way? No. Because some, sometimes, like the lady hitting the wrong note. You can laugh at that and it don't matter. But sometimes it's like, all right, we can laugh now, but we actually still do have to address this. Like, we can't just laugh about it and think it's going to go away. So I think it just depends on the situation of whether or not it's healthy. Because sometimes it's not that deep. Right. And I feel like (laughs) there's other, I mean, there's so many ways that people cope. There's not necessarily healthy. I mean, people eat their feelings. Mm -hmm. I certainly was an emotional eater. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, people would just like avoid it completely. How they cope is like stick their head in the sand. Right. I don't want to talk about it. I didn't see it. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Right. Um, so there's so many like unhealthy ways of coping that people do. Yeah. And I think people do a mix of them sometimes to be completely honest. Yeah. I'm more like what in times where like I'm overwhelmed, I'm like, I just shut down. Like, I ain't doing nothing. I'm not choosing a side, which some people be like, if you don't choose a side, that is making a decision. But it's just like, if I'm too overwhelmed, ain't nothing happening. So you avoid it for a minute. Yeah, ain't it might not be for a minute, but... You just may avoid it for a <laughs> Right. And so sometimes it's just like, I just shut down. Like, all right, forget it. I don't feel like talking about it because it, when I'm too overwhelmed, it's like, it's not worth me being emotional. So I'm just like, forget it. We we can eat, we can drink. Like let's just go on with life, cause it's just not worth talking about it. So um, just it, 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 that's how I am in situations of being overwhelmed. If I'm overwhelmed, um, sometimes where I cope is alone time, but that's mm-hmm. not me ignoring the problem. Sometimes right. I need alone time to get through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I won't avoid it, mm-hmm. cause I just for me, I don't know how to avoid stuff because mm-hmm. it's like. It's like my word vomit. I can't mm. not be quiet. I don't know how to like not say how I feel. It's very difficult. And, it's, and, if, and if I'm overwhelmed, mm-hmm. I still got to talk about it. I can't yeah. just sit and be overwhelmed. 
But sometimes if it gets at an all-time high and I don't feel like talking about it, I will retreat. But not to avoid it, but to like work through it mm-hmm. privately. So mm-hmm. sometimes if I'm... Sometimes I'll talk to myself like a nutball. Well, I don't think... I've always... My um pastor, he always says... It's not crazy to talk to yourself. It's only crazy if you don't answer. So he says, like, if you're talking to yourself and you're answering the questions and you're getting resolved from it, then it's not crazy. But if you're just sure. talking to yourself and you're not finding any answers, then then you're crazy because it's pointless. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think necessarily talking to yourself, as long as you're finding some kind of resolve, is crazy. So sometimes I'll do that or sometimes I'll... You know, pray about it and take mm-hmm. a moment to think things through. Mm-hmm. And I have my own ways to calm myself down when I'm feeling overwhelmed or when I have anxiety. But I definitely don't like to avoid anything because mm-hmm. that type of issue. Yeah, I was I about to say, I feel like some things you'll just be like, I'll, I'll take care of it later. Sometimes conflict with people. Yeah. And, and it's not for long term. Right. But sometimes it's like, all right, yeah, talk about this later because yeah. I just need a moment. That's what I'm about to say. It, to get my words together because yeah. like, especially when I'm angry because mm-hmm. I'm mean. And so I don't <laughs> That is be... true. Because <laughs> it'll be... What that mean? I said it. I thought about a particular situation. I'll tell you after we finish. But... so easy. That is... No. is so nasty and so rude when she's angry. It'll be times where it's like you're angry and the person that you're angry with, you'll be like, I'll talk to them later. But then you vent to me and you be saying stuff. You be like, but I can't say that. And I'm like, no, you cannot say that. I say the nastiest, rudest, meanest things. I do. But I never say it to to the the person. person. When I'm upset, I need a moment to come down. Because I will say some stuff that hurt your feelings and that we won't be able to get past. Right. Then I end the friendship. I'm mad. And that's why I take a minute. Because it's like, I got to get all this out of my system and go, oh, Shanae, you don't need to do all that. <laughs> oh, that's not necessary. Take a moment. So sometimes, yes, I'll go to Sydney when I'm upset because mm-hmm. I have to get it out of my system. So right. I'm mad. At, at Jane Doe at Sydney I'm like this and she and that's why and she <laughs> uh-huh. and sometimes you be breaking up all kinds of stuff like oh okay <laughs> look look it's not something I'm proud of I can put that out there if you were ever in a rat beef your comebacks would be on point but they would be on a push a T level like. it would be like wow <laughs> she so didn't have to go there like I said, I'm not proud of it. I do have a nasty mouth when I'm upset, which is why sometimes when I'm upset and mm-hmm. I can't articulate it in a healthy a healthy way, yeah. in a way that will get us resolved, yeah. I take a moment, I get it out of my system, mm-hmm. and then I go, okay, that was me, like, just... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I have to get it out. Yeah. And it don't take long. I just need a couple zaps, and then I'm like, all right, that was too much. Reel it in, and then I can go to the person and say, you know what? This bothered me. This is why, mm-hmm. and I don't bring up anything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like I said, I'm not proud of it, <laughs> but I feel like I've grown tremendously because there was a point in time where I would have just said it. Right. <laughs> And I wouldn't have even tried to filter. Mm-hmm. So that's growth. Yes. 
sometimes you do need to vent. Sometimes when you vent, it's not pretty, but I feel like you need to get it out mm-hmm. so that you can speak with some sense. Because I feel like Sydney has a version, not as nasty as me, <laughs> but she has a version of when she's like, and then, and that's why, and, blah, blah, blah. and it's typically pretty funny from my perspective. <laughs> And then she'll go handle it. And right. we don't never say what we say <laughs> right. to each other, to right. the person. Right, right, right. So, I mean... Because I'm I'm terrible at venting. Because I'll vent and then make an excuse for them. Like, they did da da And then I'll be like, but they did it because... And I'm like, this is not venting. Because <laughs> I'm like already... Like sometimes I'll be like, so? Like, I'm like, not trying to egg her on, but I'm like, so what? That was rude. Like you said, don't make excuses for it. <laughs> That was rude, or that was mean, right? Like, or they should have did that. Um, but I feel like even now, like when I have those moments, I'll be like, "Oh, that wasn't nice, Shanae." Like, yeah. But sometimes, you know, you're in the heat of the moment, you get upset. Like I said, I've gotten a lot better, and I'll continue to get better because mm-hmm. it's like most of the time when I'm upset, really mad, no one will know how mad I am except for Sydney. Right. When the, when I go to talk to the person about it, I'll be completely calm. Right. Completely cool. Right. And like in moments where I, I, I may feel upset at Sydney, I'll say I need a moment. Right. Yeah. And I just and typically like. And Sydney has never made me mad where I had to go vent to someone else. Oh, really? No. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Like, like, if I'm upset at something you did or said, mm-hmm. and I say I need a minute, I'm yeah. not like, I don't have to go to someone, can you let you that? I, I don't do that. I just mm-hmm. have to take a minute because, like, my best friend and soulmate is sensitive. <laughs> And I know how I am. Mm. And I know how I have to talk to Sydney <laughs> when there's conflict. Right. I can't yell. I can't. Oh, yeah, no. I can't <laughs> be too aggressive. Mm-hmm. That's true. I can't. So sometimes I have to take a moment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like my moments take too long for her. Because <laughs> then I'll like poke the eyes and like. She'll go, can we talk now? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, let's just get it over with. <laughs> I don't mean to do that either. Like, make sure I think wait. Well, yeah, but I think it's awkward for us because we it'll talk be all the time, right? So, so if we argue and it's like a pause, and it's like, well, dang, it's like other stuff that I, I be to wanting talk to show about. you. But I think sometimes that's why, like, we never can be mad at each other too, too long because, like, yeah. I kind of need you for something else. So it's <laughs> right? Like, it's like, but I saw this really funny Instagram post that, like, I know we mad at each other right now, but it's like, I need her help though. Right? <laughs> in college something happened I was like but I need help with my math home <laughs> so it's like I'm gonna just get over it because I need help with my math home and scandals coming on in a couple of hours and we always watch it in my room right so it's like you can't really so it's like let's just let's get over this let's just like hurry up and talk about it or sometimes we don't even have to talk about it sometimes it's just like alright we're over it right yeah um but yeah so that's the way I cope when it comes to Mm-hmm. But I think in romantic relationships, mm-hmm. I've avoided. I've definitely just like not dealt with it. Yeah, and that doesn't end well. Right. Um, right. For me, it hasn't. Yeah. So um, I feel like all around, I try to find healthier methods. So whether mm-hmm. it's venting, mm-hmm. um, or sometimes I will journal. That's what I was about to say. And I'll just write out my thoughts yeah. or. Write out what I want to say. I probably don't do that as often as I should. But. Same here. Um, 
or write out what I want to say and, and think about it mm-hmm. because I'm in a space now where like I really do try to be thoughtful about what I'm saying to people and how I'm saying it. Yeah. And it's not easy. Right. Because you have to be so aware of like what you're saying and your, your body tone. language and yeah. your tone and like the energy you're putting into it. So mm-hmm. it's definitely tough, but it's worth it. I think. Yeah. To, yeah. So, yeah. Or so yeah, what I was gonna say is that I I have started to try to journal more often, but it just doesn't happen as often as I probably should. But also sometimes I just be crying. <laughs> like you just gotta get it out. Sometimes you just gotta cry. So. I agree. Sometimes you just shed a tear. Yeah. Sometimes whether it's sadness or frustration, mm-hmm. or, I've cried because I'm tired. I literally <laughs> you ever so tired and overwhelmed where you just like I'm tired. I'm I'm Coachella. <laughs> When yeah, we was I walking away. Cried. I could have cried walking to that car. <laughs> I was in so much pain. <laughs> I was in so much pain. Mm-mm-mm. But I remember one time, it was a tough time at work, and it had stuff going outside of work, and I came home, and I was like, oh my God, you look exhausted. I was like, oh <laughs> And I just started crying about like, and this is going wrong. Uh-huh. And she was like, how about you go to bed? <laughs> It was like seven o'clock. By the way. <laughs> she was like, "How about you go to bed? And we just talk about it tomorrow." And like, I know, like, sleep is not a coping method, but sometimes, yeah, you need a little rest before you address the problem. Yeah, sometimes you need some rest so you mm-hmm. can like have a fresh, clear mind when right. you're trying to get through something. So like, I'm not trying to say when you upset, go to sleep, but. <laughs> I will say sometimes you just sleep on it. If yeah. You thought or like, because like take a beat. they always say like don't make any decisions when you're like on the extremes of right, your emotions. Right. So maybe sometimes you do need to do that before solving the problem or before confronting anybody. For sure, you need to rest, nap, meditate, pray. You know whatever to bring yourself down um, before you confront the person. So yeah, I could understand needing to sleep first. <laughs> That's completely. Normal. Well, how do you cope with like stress? Like we talked about, like people. And, like, hmm. I guess over. I guess stress is the same as over. I was about to say, yeah. I think I deal with being stressed just the same as over around. like, cause y'all know I do my to do list. If it's too much on my to do list, I'm just not gonna do nothing. Like, <laughs> I'm. It's terrible when it's like when you have just too, avoid. Yeah, when you have too much to do, it's like I'm gonna sit in this bed and I ain't gonna do squat. Like. I do that. You just like procrastinate and mm-hmm. just be like, nope, it's just, you're overwhelmed before you even start. Yeah, yeah. And so you just like, later. Right. So I, I've definitely done that. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I've definitely done that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other situations and when you need to cope, that would be different. I guess grieving is a different way, but to an extent, not really. It's the still, you can still maybe avoid it. You can still yeah. be angry about it and then you can still isolate. Mm-hmm. So I think, the coping methods we discussed kind of could go with any aspect. Right. I've, and, I, and I'm and i going to say this with a grain of salt, but most of the people that have passed away around me are older or we not like extremely close. So I don't have, think I've had to do too much coping because like with older people, it's like, it, you're sad. Don't get me wrong, but they've lived a full life, blah, blah. But... When people, like, when their friends pass, mm-mm, 
I'm going to go off the rocker probably. <laughs> if that ever happens to yeah, me, no. like, I, I, I God no, that don't need to happen to me. I mean, I've lost one family member that, I mean, I still have trouble with it today. Yeah. Um, It's tough. Yeah. For me, look, I feel like I'm getting emotional about it. Mm-hmm. For me, I just didn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like being, I didn't like people in my face Mm -hmm. or asking how I feel or, you know, do not bring up God to me. Like, that's the one where I do not bring up Mm -hmm. God. I don't want to hear, well, God has a, mm." (laughs) for me, I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm grieving. Mm-hmm. You know, when my grandmother passed, I was 16. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me God has a plan. I just don't want to hear it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, everybody needs to hear a different thing. And so, like, for me... Because um, sometimes when someone's grieving, they just need somebody to, like, be there with them. They don't need you to say anything. Right. Sometimes you don't, don't want to talk about it. Right, right. It's like, look, I just want to watch TV. I don't want to be alone. Just sit here and watch right. TV so with me. So, for me, it was just more of, like... I was fine being around family and stuff like that, but it's like I don't really want to talk about it though. Like, yeah, it's just you know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it 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 it's tough. Yeah, cause like for me, when my grandfather passed, I was living in Atlanta and like he was sick, got in the hospital and got cremated before I got home. So it, I think for cause we didn't, I didn't see my grandfather that often. But I think for me at the beginning, it was even hard to realize that he was gone because I never even saw his body. I didn't see anything, so it was like. You didn't really, you couldn't get a chance to like process anything. Exactly. I don't, I don't think I processed it because I just wasn't part of any, like I got home the day before the memorial service and he had already been cremated. So I wasn't part of any of the process. So I don't even think there was like an opportunity to cope. I don't know how to explain that, but yeah, cause I just wasn't a part of it. I don't know. But I think cause, um, with my bo- last boss, when he left, he collected these little, um, I don't know what they're called, but they're little figurines. They have a name and a lot of people collect them, but he knew I collected elephants. And so he got me a Dumbo one because he's thinking like, oh, it's an elephant and it's the figurines I collect. So it's like a perfect combination. And so he got me that as a gift. But I cried because the last, um, my grandfather gives me stuffed animals, which everybody knows. Well, he gave me stuffed animals. The last stuffed animal that my grandfather got me was a dumbbell. But I didn't get it because they um, emptied out the house. And it was in the house. So I just saw it in a picture. And it was just sitting there. So I cried when I got the dumbbell. He was like, uh. Like, he didn't know how to react. I'm like. You were triggered. Yeah, I'm like, it wasn't you. It's just Dumbo. He was like, it's Dumbo special. Or I'm just like, thank you. I really appreciate Like, I'm like, this was a really good gift. Like, you did good. So, like, don't feel bad. But, yeah, I cried. Then, yeah, it was probably just the trigger. Dumbo was the trigger. And, I mean, I've seen the movie Dumbo, but Dumbo I mean, itself has never been important to me. But Things are triggering, because I yeah. still get triggered by mm-hmm. my grandma's passing. Mm-hmm. Something will happen, or you see something, and it brings it back. Yeah. So, like, when people have dealt with tough losses, even tougher than that, yeah. I don't know how they do it, and I have much respect for them, yeah. is what I'll put that way. And I think that's why, like, when I see um, people our age, and their, like, friends pass away, I, like, feel for them, because it's just like, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I couldn't imagine, God forbid, like, oh God, I just couldn't imagine. Yeah. And, like, I feel <laughs> like, 
you know, any of my friends were like, if you were the Jesus Christ, I feel like that would put me out. Look, I would quit my job. Like I, I would, would do so many things that probably would I shouldn't do that would mess you know, up my life too. I but pray for yeah, us no. to be like hundred and five when we go out. Right, right, right. But the thought process makes me emotional. Like I literally would be like, psych ward would not be able to handle that. Yeah. Would not be able to deal with that. Yeah. I just could not. I don't know how I could, and so I I feel for people who that's what I don't know have experienced. Yeah, tough loss. Yeah, I'm always like um, I'm so sorry because just I'm like very I couldn't imagine to it, and, yeah. and so because I think one of the managers at my job he had a friend pass away, and he was at work the next day. I said, Mm-mm. I'd be out, man. <laughs> I'd be like, I need I'll two weeks or more. Right, like, nah. Mm-mm. I'll see y'all next month. Like, uh, y'all I might want to start looking for somebody else. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't. I, I'm doing sabbatical. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. So, yeah. But. Or even, like, because, you know, I'm in group meetings. When people pass and, like, it's like, do we remove them from the group? Oh, that's the worst. Oh it's the worst thing ever. It's hard. It's hard. Because it's just, like. I, yeah, I never remove them because I'm like I'm not doing it. I'm not removing them from a group. I'm just not. But it's just hard to deal with, and it's like an awkward situation. Very. Yeah. Can we? Ch- I'm, I'm feeling. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just took a dark turn. <laughs> so coping, though it has a negative connotation. And most people think about coping in bad times. Coping can also be done in good times of extreme happiness. So sometimes, and like we associate a lot of food with extreme happiness. We You eat cakes every birthday, desserts yeah. at Christmas. Yeah. And like a lot of people say that's why we have a sugar addiction as a community. But see, you know, I beg to differ. <laughs> Me is not sugar. <laughs> well, yeah, but they say that it's because but we I get what associate no, we do. all good Success, times with food. You know, weddings, you're eating and you're drinking. And right. It's always know, some kind of sweet involved. Some sort of food, or food. involved, mm-hmm. which I get it. Mm-hmm. Food is good, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what I was going to say is that I feel like the happy coping a lot of people deal with with food. It's like, oh, let's celebrate, let's drink, let's eat. I feel like that's the most common way that people deal with so happy moments. So what are moments. some other ways to cope in happy moments? Well, that's what I don't know because I feel like that's it. People eat and drink. Oh, have sex. Yeah. That's it. Party, weird. dance. That's it's true. Healthy. That's true. Okay. Calories. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Those are all, that's very true. Um, I get, but I guess, Go to the I was about to say. What were you about to say? <laughs> say, it. say it. But yeah, like say I, it. I was gonna say, activities are probably a better way um, to deal with coping when happy because at least you losing weight out of it. Well, are you coping when you're happy or celebrating? That's well, weird. celebrating is a way of coping. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, like it's. Similar because coping it just has a negative connotation, so we always yeah. think of it with being okay. bad. But coping when you're happy is let's get drunk or let's eat a cake, like all of the cake. Like it could even be over and overindulgent sometimes, but that's all associated with it. Well, I guess next time you get good news, run a mile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. But- 
That seems the way that you're not yeah. eating, you're not drinking, you're yeah. exercising. Yeah. Or just give yourself a pat on the back. Sometimes you don't have to do anything. Just give yourself verbal gratitude. Yeah. That's what my therapist said. Or like buy yourself flowers or something like that to celebrate. Go to the spa. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Elizabeth are in Red Door in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Drew's your guy. <laughs> I need an appointment. I'm making one too. My neck do hurt real bad. I, I need a <laughs> massage so bad. Drew gives phenomenal massages. Nothing kinky, folks. So don't feel like that. But he. Hey, will, that's a way to celebrate. <laughs> look, do your thing. But I, you may don't, not with him. Not with him. I don't think that's how he rolls. I don't know what you getting like banned from the spa. <laughs> But he will crack that back. Okay. <laughs> I'm literally gonna make an appointment. Mm-mm. I need a massage. But that's why I was um I feel like it was Oprah that was talking about this. Like she doesn't make a big deal of her birthday because she doesn't like making a big deal of the highs or the lows. She wants every day to be like it's your birthday. Aww. So Hashtag rich people life, man. No, I'm just playing because I love Oprah. So that's like, a good mindset. But so she was like, she is more grateful for when people simply ask how her day was than them saying happy birthday. Because she's like, people say happy birthday once a year and then don't talk to you again to the holidays. And so she was like, but if you ask me how my day is going, you ask me things that I'm working on and you actually are um, involved in, you know, the things that I go through every day. Then it seems like you care more right, I than get that. the seasonal wishes. So. No, I get that. And I think, once again, it's about celebrating little moments and having gratitude for yeah. just any accomplishment. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be major. Yeah. You know, I know I I thank the Lord I'm up every day. Mm-hmm. Then he woke me up. Mm-hmm. You get to work safely. You, you get be productive. I think there's moments to yeah. give yourself gratitude. Yeah. Just with getting through your day and your day to day normal mm-hmm. schedule, so yeah, me and my friend, I can't remember if it was thirty days, but we did, and this was like maybe a year or two ago. I can't remember. They'll remind me after they hear this. But we did thirty days of gratitude, and so every day we had to say three things that we were thankful for and couldn't repeat for the month, and it was hard it's after tough. like week one. It was really hard to be like, well, I can't repeat anything that I've already said, and I gotta come up with three more things for every day. But, I mean, we got through it, and it's like, once you get past, like, the first week, week and a half, you realize all the small things that you have to be thankful for, but you don't even think about it. Like, because you just got to start being creative partially, but it gives you a little bit more to, like, think about, huh, maybe I should celebrate some of the smaller things more often and just delight myself in the small successes along the way. I hope you guys share with us how you cope or learn something about how to cope or how to cope in a healthier way. Say it that we way. We give you some options. Yes, yes. To not overindulge in good or bad, but to, you know, be that safe middle area where you still celebrate all of your wins and still deal with all of your um, lessons. So... I don't think we have any announcements this week, but you guys know, as always, email us or DM us if you have anonymous questions, if you have topic suggestions, any of that jazz, goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com. Um, of course, y'all know we have an event coming up August 18th. We're going to be releasing details, I think, at the end of this month. 
Yep. Yeah. So stay um, on the lookout for that. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.